Hi, this is Merit Khan from the Smarter Sales Show, and I am so excited because in today's episode, we are wrapping up season one and sharing our favorite tech and techniques after 11 episodes of awesomeness. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Smarter Sales Show, where sales challenges are solved with tech and technique, so you can sell more and stress less. Please welcome your hosts, sales experts and funny ladies, Merit Khan and Julie Holmes. Hello and welcome to the Smarter Sales Show. I'm Julie Holmes, the tech expert of our awesome duo here at the Smarter Sales Show. And it is my job to take all the things that I've learned from 20 years of enterprise technology and dozens of years of sales and marketing expertise and roll them all in to the best kept secrets in the tech world to help you sell smarter and save time. (laughs) And I'm Merit Khan, and for 20 plus years, I've been working on the technique side of things, helping my clients who are experts in what they do, total professionals, best in the business, but they're really frustrated because it should be so much easier to get the business that they want and deserve. So I have been just sharing everything I can about the techniques that you need to amp up all that tech stuff that you learn from Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the great thing is, is that we have both shared some crazy good stuff this season. I know Mm. I have learned a ton. Me too. (laughs) And now... Yeah. In fact, we've all like had to, like, we have to record an episode and then we have to set aside time to go and implement all the stuff that we learned from each other. It's been pretty amazing. And I thought I knew a lot of your tricks before we even started, (laughs) Merit. Turns out I had a lot more that I could learn. But the good news is, is that this is our summary show. I know. I'm so excited because it really gave me a chance to go back. I read through all of our show notes. Of course, I listen to every episode all the time and I was there for them. So I feel like I should know it. But I really thought through what are the things that I implemented? What were my favorite things that I learned from all the amazing things that we talked about? And it was really hard to get it down to the top three because that's what we challenged ourselves to just come up with our three favorite things. And that was a tough a tough call. There's a lot there. Yeah, I had a pretty big list. So I've got some other things that I've had to kind of move down the list. (laughs) (laughs) And just to highlight my favorite three. Now, of course, it goes without saying, my gosh, if you haven't listened to the episodes, go and do that. But if you are just dipping in right now for the first time to listen to the Smarter Sales Show first, well done. It's about time you got here. Woo-hoo! And second, <laughs> this is a great place to start because here are going to be our favorite top tips from this season. Yeah. So, Merit, do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go what first. What was your first one? Well, overall, just to paint the picture, I think, you know, what I really took away, and then this was the premise of the show in the first place, was that technique without tech it means that it's just going to take too long, right? It just takes too long. If all you have to rely on is what you're saying and you're not using the technology to really as an advantage. And then the technology without the technique really amounts to lost opportunity. So I think when I just think about you know, why this whole show was so important and what it really did for us and for our listeners. That was just a, an overall thing that I just wanted to share. But I think the one of the best things I got from you was thinking about everything that I'm doing in sales from the perspective of, is there 
an app for that that could make my life easier. And that was one of the things you said all the time. And we used to joke about it. uh, You know, oh, there's an app for that. Just joke about it, Merritt. You got me a pillow that says, (laughs) is there an app for that? Exactly. There's an app for that. Exactly. And there is an app for that. You're right. There is an app for so many things. And I am a bit of an app collector and an app hoarder. I have hundreds of apps just on my phone alone. So I love that you took away that there is this great opportunity to look for ways to save time, sell more, and serve better with tech. Yeah. The one caution I would add, and you should go back to any of the episodes, because I kind of try to harp on this quite a bit, is to make sure that if you are looking at tech, make sure that it's going to pay off. Yeah. Make sure that that return on investment isn't just about the money, but the time. Yeah. So, you know, the time it takes for you to set it up, the time it takes for you to use it all the time, the time it takes for you to upgrade it and maintain it. So just make sure that you are investing all that. And if you are, and it's giving you something that you couldn't get any other way, or that was taking you a long time to do it another way, oh yeah, there's an app for that. (laughs) My top takeaway was to just, you know, you really shifted my thinking. And because of that, I mean, there were so many apps that I installed and, and programs that I'm using, Zapier, Asana, Boomerang, Book Like a Boss, surveys, Um, templates. I mean, I could go on and on. I I learned so much, but I implemented it all. Like I always gave myself some time and (laughs) it was hard. I, it was a long learning curve on some of those tools, but totally worth it. Yeah. I mean, you are a hero for sure. (laughs) When it comes to making things happen, merit makes it happen. What? (laughs) Thanks girlfriend. (laughs) You're right. So tell me what was your favorite top tip? Well, like every conversation I have with prospects and clients now, and frankly, with my husband, with my kids, I might have used it with my dog, (laughs) but basically is the infamous Merit Con line, are you open to? Woo! I love that one. I know. I know. I couldn't even tell you which episodes because it's in every episode. Yes. (laughs) But it was, uh, you know, as I was thinking about this and we were working on our show notes for this. That was a phrase I used in an email today to a client. Mm. And in fact, it was great. It's just such a beautiful phrase that gets people in the most receptive frame of mind. Yeah. You know, where they are feeling positive and of course they want to be open to it. But it's such a simple phrase that makes it so easy to have a conversation that is soft and still powerful and effective. I use it myself at least, I don't know, maybe five times a day. Ooh, all right. <laughs> so I love that. Thank you for being for showing me how to be open to it. Ah, that makes me so happy. I love that. And I love that you are using that in all the different areas of your life and not just the sales aspect of what you do, because it really does put people into a mindset where they are open to receiving feedback, you know, a question, an alternative perspective. And when we just ask that question in the very beginning, it opens up other opportunities and possibilities that didn't exist before. So I love that that's the big takeaway for you. That makes me very happy. (laughs) Oh, it's my pleasure. Let me tell you the other great technique that I learned from you. Okay. So here's my number two. So my number two was something that you shared with me during episode two. 
So my number two was episode two. Okay. And it was all about the language of referrals. Mm. And it blew my mind for two reasons. One, because I've never been great about asking for referrals. It always felt really uncomfortable and quite awkward. And uh, I always felt like I was putting clients on the spot. Like I always wanted them to volunteer. And then maybe, you know, sometimes they would just say, oh, we love you. And I would just leave it at that. So much money on the table you left. (laughs) I know, I know. So that was one of the problems. But the other one was just even figuring out the words to use to ask for it. Mm. And I have fallen in love with the phrase, you know, with, with giving clients the language that basically says, I don't actually want you to refer me. I want you to introduce me. Mm. It is my job to sell them. All you have to do is to make an introduction and say something along the lines of, hey, I can't promise you'll get the same awesome results working with merit that we've gotten, but I think it's worth having a conversation and I'd love to introduce you so that you could do that. That's like an entire block of gold dropped in my lap. It's so good. I love that. I love that you use that. And uh, can I supersize that for you? Because, you know, you can can combine your top two lessons into one fabulous super super experience (laughs) by saying, you know, I really appreciate the compliment if you're open to it. (laughs) Um, would you, or would you be open to sharing with other people that also might appreciate working with me or the opportunity to get to know what I do? You know, just, would you be open to sharing the best kept secret? You know, you can use some of that. Like there's always a place for, are you open to, but I love that you walked away with that phrase. And I love that you could just share it right away. Like yeah, I don't have it written did. down. Like, you know, you nobody can see this, so you don't have any evidence. <laughs> but everybody listening right now, I didn't write that down. Nothing. That one's all from memory because it is so ingrained in my head now yeah. to have a much better way to ask for it. So that was definitely a, a grid strong takeaway for me. Yeah. And, and I think the number one piece of that, what makes that work so well, is that you're not asking for the referral. You're just asking to be introduced to somebody who's open to learning more about what you offer or the results that you produce. And I think that just takes so much pressure off. And in that episode, I remember we talked about the slight distinctions between how you would have that conversation with a client versus an influencer who won't really be, won't ever be a client of yours, but it has influence with your ideal client. And there's some nuances to that language that we talked about in episode two. So I'm super happy that made your top three list. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, there's that. I mean, you do a whole program on referrals for I clients. So. Yes, I do. I have a lot to say about that topic. Yeah. So that is, a you know, that I can pick one thing and implement it. So listen, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you want, you know, easy the best clients you can possibly get, go back and listen to episode two. Yes, 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 yes. Don't, run, don't walk. Okay, can I share my second one? You can. All right. This one in episode, actually, you mentioned this one in a couple of different episodes, but Mm. it really stood out for me in episode number four when we talked about differentiation and how you stand out in a sea of sameness of all these salespeople and same, same, same. And one of the, it was like an easy, quick thing to implement 
And it has made such a difference. And it was the video emails. Oh, yes. Mm. I mean, first of all, it takes me, I mean, I get a ton of emails and I'm constantly typing and typing and responding and and actually to the point where I think I have carpal tunnel now because I'm doing so much typing. (laughs) And video emails, it's been a game changer. A, because I get to say what I really want with the expression that draws them in. It's, you know, I can get to, I don't have to, you know, make little emojis or anything like you know, to try to help them yeah. figure out the tone I want to display, I get to share it. And people love it. It stands out. And it's easier for me to do, frankly. It's yeah. far easier. It takes me less time to get through all my emails. And it's a more of a personal touch. So I loved that tip. Yeah. And you know what? The other benefit, of course, to that is that you don't have to spell check them. Oh so that's super valuable. Right. And it's all the analytics that go with it. So that's the other really huge benefit of using those video emails is being able to see when somebody has watched your video, how much of it they've watched. And I use those same kind of sales videos. So I use Dub. That's the system that I use. And we'll put a link to that in the notes again. (laughs) but that's the one that I use. And I've actually used that for generic sales messages. Mm. So like if I'm putting something out on LinkedIn, or if I'm putting something out to a group of people, or I'm doing a summary of a program for a client, I put that out there and then I can see how many watches it gets. And it is brilliant for that. Plus it can include a call to action. So Mm. how cool that, you know, right in the video, it can say schedule a call with merit right now. They're much more likely to click on that than to reply to your email. Amen to that, sister. I just, that has been a game changer. And I just love the idea of more video, especially since with this virtual world that we're living in now, I've got all the equipment and it's super easy to do and it's just much more effective. So now I, I do need to add in the analytics part. I haven't really looked at all the analytics. So thanks for that reminder. That's why these summary episodes are good. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good follow up. Yeah. Even something that was already a good tip now is going to be even better. <laughs> Let me give you my third Because if we're going to talk about analytics, Mm. then my third, you know, kind of top of my top three has to be, it's actually tech. I can't, you know, like it's tech. It's okay. But here's what it is. It's being able to track the documents that you send. Ah, yeah. I do that with DocSend and that to this day has made me almost more money than any other piece of tech I've ever implemented. And the reason it makes so much money for me is because with DocSend, it notifies me when somebody opens up my proposal, when somebody opens up my follow-up report, when somebody opens up a handout that I've given, whatever it is, I can even share links on there, all of that. And when I do that and it notifies me that somebody's looking at that proposal right now, that is prime time to call. Yeah, I remember you talking about that in that episode and using that example of, you know, like, hey, I was just thinking of you. And they're like, that's crazy. We were just looking at your proposal. You're like, what? (laughs) It's like 
big brother it's like spying but you're doing it for good your intention is good it's not evil it's acceptable <laughs> i have started using that ever since we i learned about that in that episode and it is a game changer it definitely is you know especially one of the things i found interesting was um someone who was like a hurry up and get your proposal right away and then they didn't open it for like a couple of days mm-hmm. and i thought you know i busted my butt to get that together for you quickly. Like, hmm, something was wrong. So I picked up the phone and I said, hey, you know, this is the time we had scheduled to talk about what you thought about it. And it was an interesting conversation. But had I not had that information, I might have Mm -hmm. assumed they were further along than they were. And now I was able to get them back into a pain conversation, which reinvigorated everything. So even using it, like it's always great when you know that they are looking at it, but even when they didn't look at it and that registered to me, it was an opportunity to get back into the sales conversation that I might have stepped over thinking that they were warmer than they were. So there's a lot of good reasons that that was an incredibly important sales tech piece. Yeah. And don't forget too, even being able to see which pages they've spent the most time on in your proposal. That's true. Like, let's say that you had a proposal and that proposal included three different options and each option was on a different page and they spent, you know, 75% of their time on that third option. You're going in with a lot of information about where their preferences are and where you need to be to coach them into the right destination. Yeah, that is incredible. I'm kicking myself for how long I've been doing sales without the benefit of all this like super tech backing me up. And uh, it hurts, actually. It hurts a little bit. (laughs) You've got one left, right? I do. I hope it's technique. I do. I do have a technique. I do. And actually, it's it's a nice dovetail to what you just shared, because I think what I I shared about this in episode number nine, which I thought we titled so cute. It was uh, love them more to sell them more. And (laughs) essentially what that was all about was really getting to their real pains, the real problems that they want solved, the real emotional level Mm. solutions that they need, not just that surface, you know, I'm interested interested in solving this problem, but like the real emotional pain. And in that episode, I shared a series of pain questions and there was a download for that episode as well. So in the show notes, we can add that to the show notes here too, but there were some specific questions and those questions are really deliberately designed to help you get from the surface interest. Like, tell me more about that. Well, you know, you must've invited me in for a reason, where are we starting from? And then to find out how long has that been a problem mm. and what have you done to try to fix it and how much does that cost and how does that make you feel and what would you like to do next? They're questions that are deliberately designed to get that prospect to a point where they're really in an emotional buying state because buying isn't yeah. an intellectual, it's emotional. We know that. Um, I think that was a valuable piece of training that we delivered. So good. And not just so good, the handout was excellent. It's a bit like having a a checklist when you go Mm. to sell, right? Like, have I asked all these questions? Do I really know what is driving this purchase? Yeah. And honestly, even a little bit of what could derail it. Yeah, exactly. If you think they're in one place and they're in another, that is an opportunity for a total missale. Yeah, exactly. Which is horrific. And in fact... 
I think if somebody was super good at creating pain questions, they would probably be really great at creating very persuasive proposals and <laughs> that they might even be able to package up their expertise around crafting perfect proposals and sell that as a product. Merit is that uh, okay. Can I just peel back the curtain and just share with our listeners how seamless that little transition was there. (laughs) Julie just, what Julie just did there, (laughs) she teed up perfectly something that actually was a collaborative project where I put together, I took the pain questions and walked people through how to write a persuasive proposal with templates and here's all the sections that you want and all the reasons why it's the psychology behind why a proposal will be more effective and we'll get clients to say yes. And Julie actually created the template that I've been using for my proposals because she has this template pack that makes it super easy to create Mm -hmm. checklists and proposals and lead page, lead magnet pages and all kinds of things. So you definitely want to check out the show notes for some links to what we've been up to collaborating because we've learned so much on our podcast working together that we are going to start building a whole suite of tools and packets and different things, digital offers that will help our listeners implement some of these things that we've been sharing about. Oh, it's been a good so season. It and has. we have so much already planned for season two. Woo! Yeah. So, woo! What a... <laughs> My gosh, I feel like we need to pop a champagne cork or something. This I has been so. amazing. I think so, for sure. So there we are. Look at that. Our top six. Those are our top six favorite things. We've got amazing things planned for season two. If you haven't gone back and you know listened to all of our episodes, do that now. Do yourself a favor. Go back, pick an episode, listen to it, grab a piece of paper, write down what you're going to do. And make something happen. Definitely. We haven't, you know, everything we have shared is going to help you sell more and sell smarter. And stress less. (laughs) And that too, because you're selling more. That's right. It's pretty stressful when you're not selling enough. Absolutely. So you definitely want to sell more and stress less. Um, Make sure you subscribe. If you haven't subscribed already, subscribe on your favorite podcast channel so you don't miss any episodes and you're alerted when we launch season two coming soon. And uh, keep in touch with us. Let us know by email, hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. What are the sales challenges you want us to tackle in season two? And tell us what you've implemented, how it worked. We want to hear from you on that too. All right, Mary, you've got to let me have this one. Yes. Listen, everybody, if you're open to it, (laughs) I would really love it if you would take a moment and rate and review this podcast. Coming up to the end of our first season, this has been a labor of love for Merritt and I to bring all of this expertise together, to share with each other, and to share with you. If you've gotten even one good idea, even one good idea out of this season, stop right now and please go rate and review it. It will help us and it will help all of your fellow colleagues and sales professionals and people who don't think they're sales professionals but still have to sell and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and everybody who has to be persuasive and sell how awesome they are. It will help all of them. So if you're open to it, 
please do that. Because <laughs> there's no app for that. We need no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. There's not an app for that. That was such a perfect segue, Merit. My gosh, we're good at this. Damn. All right. So, yes, by all means, do all of that. You can contact us at hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. That email is not just monitored by an adoring office full of staff. No, that email is monitored by Merit and I. So make sure you email your questions. You can learn more about us and about our program at thesmartersalesshow.com. Don't forget, if you've got an event, virtual or live, and you would love to do an episode of The Smarter Sales Show for your specific audience on your specific challenges, we promise we'll bring the tech and technique to sell more and stress less and solve your specific problems. Thank you so much for joining us this season. We look forward to season two, and we look forward to hearing from you. You've been listening to The Smarter Sales Show. Bye. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday to The Smarter Sales Show. If you want a tech and technique solution to your sales challenge, send an email to hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. And don't forget to check out the show notes. If you'd like a transcript of today's show with links to the tools we mentioned during the episode, as well as reminders when the episodes are released, please visit our website and subscribe to our email updates at thesmartersalesshow.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.